How to Claim R&D Tax Credits Hi everyone, I'm Bryn Richards, and I'm the Innovation Funding Lead for Ridgefield Consulting. Welcome to another episode of our Accounting and Advice podcast. Today, I'll be going over how to claim R&D tax credits, so let's get started. If you're investing in a business project where you undertake research and development in order to build or substantially improve a new product or service, then you'll want to make sure you learn how to claim R&D tax credits. R&D tax credits is a tax relief scheme offered by the UK government to encourage innovation and it's open to most industries. It enables you to claim back for an enhanced percentage of money spent on your projects as either a corporation tax reduction, cash, or a combination of both. If you're unsure of how much you could claim back, or are wondering if it's worthwhile, then you'll want to find out about how R&D tax credits work for small businesses. So first, who can claim for R&D tax credits? Only businesses that are liable to pay corporation tax can claim R&D tax credits, and therefore this excludes sole traders and partnerships. What's more, for the SME R&D tax credit scheme, companies will only be eligible if they qualify as a small to medium enterprise which is measured by having less than 500 employees, a turnover of less than 100 million euros, and a balance sheet, balance sheet gross assets, less than 86 million euros. Companies claiming for R&D tax credits must be based in the UK, although the actual R&D activities do not necessarily have to take place in the UK. What counts as an R&D activity then? Well, a further eligibility requirement to being able to claim R&D tax credits is that your company must be carrying out a qualifying research and development activity or project. There are two tests which must both be met to establish if this is so. Number one, there must be a technological advancement. This terminology often alienates a lot of small businesses who may not believe that their work amounts to research and development or that it's highly technical, especially if they're in a sector which is not sort of stereotypically regarded as high tech. However, technological advancement simply means that the work you are doing has the objective to create something new or considerably improve upon something which currently exists. The emphasis on technological advancement is also placed on the process of carrying out the research and development rather than the outcome. So you can be doing the research using technological systematic means. So in other words, you could be creating a product, service or process that already exists in your industry, but you're doing it in a new way that hasn't been done before, and you're, you're engaging in a systematic process to bring that about. The second criterion is that there must be technological uncertainty in the work that you're doing. Technological uncertainty essentially means that there's a risk of the project failing for a technical reason. And a, a failure could be loss of money, a project not being able to be completed in the time and budget allocated to it, so a technological failure is when what you're trying to achieve doesn't work because the R&D itself failed. So as an example, if you were developing an app so that customers could book a product or service, if you develop the app successfully and the customers don't like it or the market isn't there for it, that's not a technological failure of the project. Uh, but if there was a risk of the, the project just not working on technical grounds, you couldn't interface it with your booking database, uh, you know, the database was too complex, it was on a platform that was too slow, or it might have been. And that's a technological uncertainty. The project 
might have failed on technical grounds. How do you claim R&D tax credits? Well, if this is the first time that your company is embarking on an R&D project or planning to claim R&D, then you may want to consider applying for advance assurance. Advance assurance is something that HMRC can provide to applicants, which essentially bypasses any potential investigation that HMRC may want to make on R&D claims during your next three accounting periods. So that's highly recommended as it can increase the efficiency of the claim process in those first three accounting periods and potentially speed up payments. So when you come to make an R&D tax credit claim at the end of your financial period in which you've done R&D, this is the process. Firstly, you'll need to calculate your qualifying costs. To claim R&D tax credits, you'll need to provide a breakdown of eligible costs. HMRC will want to see exactly how much money the company has spent on R&D and on what sorts of suppliers and items and employees before they will issue a tax refund. Don't forget to accurately account for costs that need a percentage proportion applied to them, such as utilities, where, for example, heating and lighting an office may serve staff who are not involved in R&D, but a percentage of it serves and facilitates the staff members who are doing R&D. One of the most common pitfalls that a company can fall into when claiming R&D is failing to apportion these kinds of, of spending correctly. Once you have your total eligible costs, you can calculate your tax relief arising from the R&D claim. For the SME R&D tax credit scheme, we first multiply the total qualifying expenditure on R&D by 130%. This is called the enhancement. We add this to the total costs incurred by the company during the, the financial period. We have a total enhanced spending on R&D of 230% of the original actual money spent on R&D. So for example, if your company spent £150,000 on R&D during the financial period, the enhancement is £195,000, 130% of the original 150000 If we add these two figures together, we get £345,000, which is the enhanced expenditure. This figure gets entered into your company's tax return. So we essentially add that 195000 onto the 150000 actually spent in the company's accounts to put a loss of 345000 on R&D onto your tax return. We put an X in box 650 of the company's CT600 tax return form, and we put the enhancement figure, £195,000, in box 660 of the tax return. How much will I receive from my R&D tax credit claim? Well, how much you receive is not only based on your eligible expenditure, but also on whether your company is profit-making or loss-making. There can be a misunderstanding for companies who are claiming R&D tax credits for the first time, as they may believe that they can receive the full enhanced figure back, which is not the case. Instead, different rates are applied depending on your company's tax liability. Referring again to our example, where the company spent £150,000 on R&D, let's consider four scenarios. In scenario one, the company is profit-making. It's earned revenue during the year to cover its R&D costs and its other costs. 
Let's say it has a corporation tax liability, £50,000 at the end of the financial period. Within its total spending, £150,000 was R&D cost. On top of that, the R&D claim has added £195,000 of enhanced losses. So these enhanced losses bring down the company's tax liability, which was £50,000, and they bring it down by 19%, the corporation tax rate, of £195,000, the enhancement that's been added on to the company's losses. So, therefore, the effect of the R&D claim in this case would be to reduce the company's corporation tax losses by £37,050. So the company would only need to pay £12,950 rather than the £50,000 originally owing for corporation tax. Scenario 2. Let's say the company is profit-making with a corporation tax liability of only £25,000. Now in this case, once we add the enhanced R&D figure £95,000, that's going to wipe off all of the company's tax owing. So in fact, after £150,000 of additional enhancement wipes off the company's corporation tax, there's £45,000 of additional enhancement, virtual loss, sitting on the company's tax return as a result of the R&D claim. Now, with these additional £45,000 of enhanced virtual losses, the company can either choose to receive a credit against those losses at a rate of 14.5%, so that would be a credit of £6,525, or it can carry forward these additional enhanced losses of £45,000 to a future tax year in which the company might be liable to pay more corporation tax. So in this case, the £45,000 would write off other profits in a future year, and essentially it would be worth 19% of £45,000, corporation tax rate. So it would write off £8,550 of corporation tax in a future profitable year. Scenario 3. What if the company is loss-making? Let's say it has a total loss of £150,000. And remember, it has spent £150,000 on R&D during this financial period. If the company chooses to receive a tax credit against its R&D spending, then they can claim 14.5% of their total enhanced R&D expenditure. That's the original £150,000 plus the enhancement of £195,000. So the company can claim a tax credit worth 14.5% of £345,000. That's a tax credit worth £50,025. Scenario 4. Again, as in Scenario 3, what if the company is loss-making? Let's say it's made a total loss of £150,000, and again it's spent £150,000 on R&D. But what if, rather than wanting a tax credit at 14.5%, what if it wants to roll that benefit forward to a future year in which the company is expecting to be profitable and to have a corporation tax liability? Well, in this case, all of that £345,000 of enhanced R&D spending, where previously in Scenario 3 we claimed it as a credit at 14.5%, we now leave it on the books to roll forward to a future tax year where it essentially writes off and balances against £345,000 profit, saving the company money at the corporation tax rate of 
So now, rather than 14.5% applied as a credit rate against that enhanced expenditure, we're now applying 19%, the corporation tax rate, against that expenditure. So in the future, this £145,000 of enhanced expenditure is going to save the company £65,550 in corporation tax. So what can we do if your company can't claim under the SME R&D tax credit scheme? I've already mentioned that some companies can't claim because they don't meet the definition of an SME. There are other reasons too. If your company has received state aid, it may not be eligible. Or if it's received state aid on a particular project, then that project may not be eligible under an SME R&D tax credit claim. However, it might still be eligible under the Research and Development Expenditure Credit Scheme, RDEC. This is a scheme typically thought of as the large company scheme, but also, as I say, available to companies who may have projects that don't qualify for the SME scheme, but still meet the tax definition of R&D. The RDEC scheme is a little bit less generous. It offers a payment of 13% of your qualifying R&D expenditure. So how do we avoid being in a situation where the company is prevented from claiming SME R&D tax credits? One of the biggest mistakes that small companies make that could prevent them from claiming SME R&D tax credits is not to strategically plan their funding for their R&D projects. Funding opportunities can be hard to come by. And so, although you may not want to miss out on a potential funding opportunity, you should take a step back and assess how you can safeguard your work so that you can continue to use various lucrative innovation funding schemes, like the SME R&D tax credit scheme. To avoid being prevented from claiming SME R&D tax credits, we recommend learning about the difference between notifiable and non-notifiable state aid, as it will explain how schemes such as SCIS and EIS, as well as business innovation grants, such as grants from Innovate UK, could affect your ability to claim R&D tax credits under the SME R&D tax credit scheme. And finally, getting help with claiming R&D tax credits. Getting help for your R&D tax credit claim from experts can be the most efficient way to claim. It can give you peace of mind that you're claiming for every eligible expenditure as well as help make sure that you've got the strongest possible technical report to support your claim. Here at Ridgefield Consulting, we offer a full package of support when it comes to R&D tax credits. From helping you to achieve advanced assurance, to the actual R&D tax credits claim themselves at the end of your financial period. What's more, our experts are on hand for any advice you may need regarding other innovation funding options, such as SEIS, EIS, Innovate UK grants, EMI share option schemes, and other grants available out there, such as Eurostars and Horizon Europe. To find out about our fixed rate fees with no contractual lock-ins, discuss your project over a free consultation. Just call 01-865-245-511 or visit our website ridgefieldconsulting.co.uk